Welcome to The Forbes Factor, featuring celebrity TV host, million-dollar entrepreneur and renowned health and fitness superstar, Forbes Riley, a familiar face from TV, as well as one of today's most sought-after female motivational speakers today. You'll connect with some of the top experts in health and fitness, business and personal development, as well as some surprise celebrities, all sharing their insight, tips, and tricks to finding true happiness. Now, here's your host, Forbes Riley. Hey, hey, you know that never gets old. It's kind of fun. You know, for those of you who actually know me personally or have been reading up, you go, wait a second, that wasn't always your name, was it? So the answer is no, it wasn't always my name. I was born with a different first name. You guys know what it is? I'm actually looking at my crew here on Facebook. If you want to follow us live right now, go to facebook.com slash Forbes Riley fan page. I've had this page for almost mm, like 15 years since the day it all started, and we're approaching 2 million followers. So I, I want to say a big thank you to people who have believed in me, watched the ups and down journey, and have now come to the same conclusion that I have, that maybe this is for something else. And Michael, there he did. Michael nailed my first name. I was born Francine. Not funny. I don't ever hear that name. My parents have been gone for 20 years. And uh, the only person who calls me that is the love of my life, Joshua. He calls me Francine because I think that means now the little girl in me. Because during the rest of the day, I'm the big girl. I'm Forbes Riley. And it's a funny story how all that happened. And I want to just, this show is a very eclectic show today. Um, I have no other guests unless some of my friends want to pop on. So I'm going to teach. My daughter said that last night, Mom, why don't you just teach um, how to pitch and teach what you know? And I've got my principles in this book, and I'm going to share them with you today. And if you are within earshot, I invite you to take out a, a pen, pencil. You know, that, that's a writing thing before you type and a piece of paper or your journal, whatever you keep your notes in. And I'm going to encourage you to level up your life today. Does that sound good? Yeah. Uh, that's what I wrote this about because I have principles that I've been living by for a very long time. And I didn't know it. I didn't really understand what I was doing for the first 40 years. Did I say that? 40 years of my life? Yeah, I know. I turned 60. I, can't, I look at that and go, I must be lying. This can't be what 60 looks like, right? Please, please tell me that. All right, so the Zoom number again is 845-2526-4726. That's it. I've been doing television since I was 16 years old, which is absolutely a ridiculously long time ago. But I will tell you, and this is what I share with my students and my friends and everyone who listen, it wasn't always like this. It wasn't always glamorous. In fact, I can remember a lot of it being an insane, long, lonely journey. And I'm now committed, I've gotten to this age to say, wow, what's the legacy that I want to leave if such a thing even exists? Uh, and who do I want to touch and influence while I'm here? So for the first 20 years, 30 years of my life, I was very happy being an actress. I really love that. And I, by the way, I really want to go back. I'm excited when the cameras start rolling again and we go back to doing television. Um, I make a very good Jane Fonda kind of bossy chick. In fact, if you... Uh, Go on YouTube and you check out a TV series called Fashion House. I had the lead role in that. I starred in that television series. Well, actually, I starred in the pilot. We sold the pilot, so Fox cleared the entire country, and then Fox calls, hey, you know what, Forbes, uh, we really love you, man. You're good. You're talented. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, but you're not famous enough to carry the publicity for the show, so we're going to replace you with Bo Derek. So you have to think for a second going, wow, um, hmm, Bo Derek was the perfect 10, and they're going to place me with her. That's kind of good. Yeah, no, I don't know. All I know is I thought, well, okay, they're going to give me the second lead role, right? 
because there was another female in that. And they said, yeah, no, we're giving that to Morgan Fairchild. And it was at that moment that I had a little revelation that maybe Hollywood isn't all it's cracked up to be. Those two women, though they are stunningly beautiful, are not what I aspire to as an actress, as a dramatic performer. And maybe Hollywood didn't either for a show like that. And then I got called in the next day to my agent. And uh, he's a little older. And he said to me, you know, I, we, we love you, man. You got the lead in a TV series. Oh, we're going to let you go. <laughs> I'm sorry. You're going to let me what? Where am I going? I froze for a moment. Yeah, the internet thing isn't all it's cracked up to be. So somehow Joshua just froze. I froze people. It wasn't really me. I was pretending to freeze. All right. So back mid-story, I walk into this agent's office and he said, we're going to let you go. I'm like, what do you mean? Go, go where? Where am I going? And he said, look, he said, I don't want to do this business anymore. Even if I got 10% of your salary, do the math. You make $10,000 a week, which is hard to do as an actress. I only get a thousand. I'm like, okay, isn't that the whole game? He said, yeah. He said, I'm going to retire. And my son who's in his twenties only wants to represent people in their twenties. And I remember thinking, this was my big dream. It was actually coming true and somebody cut the legs off of it. Has that ever happened to you? Have you gotten really close to what you actually wanted and it just disappears? Like, like literally it went up in smoke. And I thought, wow. And then he said something. He said, you know, you make a lot of money doing infomercials. Why don't you brand yourself and make enough money if you still want to be an actress and buy your own movie? <laughs> and I think I said something that started with an F and ended with I don't know what. And I walked out of the office so sad, so upset, and so very alone, thinking this is all I wanted. I trained to be an actress. I had fantasies about, you know, all the red carpets. And I've done a lot of it, but I never got to the Julia Roberts level. And something hit me at that moment. And everyone always asks me on these summits, on these interviews, what was a life-changing moment? Standing on that second floor, it was an outdoor balcony in Los Angeles, and something hit me, and it said, what did he just say to you? Now, I don't know if you've ever gotten really quiet, quiet enough to listen to the voices that kind of come around. I, I know you have. You, you, it's like your gut instinct, or you're like, oh, I shouldn't have done that, but I did it anyway. Yeah, I don't know how to explain those voices, but I can hear them, and I know you can too. It's kind of the point of meditation. Get really quiet and let the universe talk to you. In fact, if you got your pen and piece of paper, I'll show you something. Write out right now, and even my engineers should do this. I do this in one of my classes, and I love it. Let's pretend, let's all pretend that there's some other being, some higher power, whatever it is, call it the universe, call it God, call it Susan, I don't care what you call it, but write it a note. In this case, I would say, dear God, and ask a question, literally write it down. Dear God, am I on the right path? Dear God, but whatever it is you want to ask. You should all do this. I'm looking at Miguel and Christian and Jennifer. Write it down. Then wait a second. Close your eyes. Take a breath. Take your pen and write the answer. It's a funny thing that happens. Your pen just starts writing. I know this because I, I read the book Conversations with God about 20 years ago when my dad died. And uh, I'm sitting. I was doing stand-up comedy at the time. I was sitting at the comedy store at the bar. I don't drink, so I was nursing a water. <laughs> and I was reading the book and I thought, wonder if this works. And I always carry a journal. In this case, I'm carrying my dear friend John Lee Dumas's journal. I love, I love gold. I love gold. And I love writing books. I have journals everywhere. And I wrote down and I started to ask a question. 
And I got an answer and I thought, wait a second. And then I said, well, could I actually even talk to my dad? And I wrote my dad a question. And then I wrote the answer. And I was completely shocked at what came out. And I'd be curious if you share with me, if you actually do the exercise, I'm looking at you guys on Facebook Live right now. I'm curious to see what was your question and what did God say? And at that moment, for me, what it was, was listen to what I just said. And I thought, I'm sorry, I I don't think I heard you say anything. And it kind of said again, listen to what I just said. I said, what did you say? You fired me. (laughs) You you said, I don't get to be an actress anymore. You don't want to represent me if you're my agent. But then he said, you should go brand yourself. Now, that long ago, it's almost 14, 15 years ago, there's not a lot of personal brands out there. It was a very new concept. And I said, well, okay, brand yourself. What does that that mean? Why am I, okay. And he said, if you want to make enough money, buy your own movie. And I'm like, so I actually picked up my two three-year-old twins And I moved all the way across country. I moved from California to Florida. I was already working on home shopping, and I was there pretty regularly on HSN. And uh, nice to kind of have a job. I've never really had a job. And by the way, it's not really a job. It's all commission. It's all based on whatever it is you create. But I I loved working there. I loved being on live television. And I sat in my little rented apartment with these two adorable three-year-olds going, what do I do now? Now think about this. Fast forward to COVID. Are you sitting at home right now going, hmm, what do I do now? I'm not doing what I did before. Nobody even wants what I did before. What do I do now? So my advice is get really quiet and go, hmm, dear whoever, what do I do now? And listen and watch if something comes out of your pen. What happened for me was it was kind of figure out what you're worth. And I thought, figure out what you're, okay, what is that? Figure out what you're worth. And not long after that, and I don't know if you're a fan of the secret, but that's a law of attraction if you think it and dream it and believe it. And I'm a huge fan of this because I live it, because I watch people. I've interviewed millionaires and billionaires, and here's what they all have in common. They want something, they go get it. They want something else, they go get it. And it's very systematic. Yeah, Elon Musk didn't wake up and go, oh, I wonder, we could probably go to the moon. They want to build a rocket with me. Let's just go. No. He literally said something really, really silly. He said, I'm going to make people live in space and I'm going to design things to make that happen. Wow. Okay, that's big. Columbus did the same thing a couple hundred years ago. Everybody said it was flat. You're going to fall off the end. He said, I got this. I'm going. A couple of guys came with him. About ready to fall off. Only there was no fall off. He wanted to see if there was a new world and he did. Okay. So I'll ask you, as you're listening to this, what is your big dream? You can't do what you were doing before. It doesn't even exist. What are you going to do now? And listen, okay? So as I'm listening, I'm looking at Jennifer. She's writing and asking as we speak. Jennifer, write down the question. I will tell you. I do this in class all the time. The answers surprise everybody, and they're always amazing. Stacey Grant, so I'm going to ask him today. I love Stacey Grant. I miss you, girl. And so what are you worth? And in this particular case, I started to add up how much my infomercials had grossed. And many of you know that I co-hosted the most, one of the most successful infomercials of all time. It was called the Jack LaLanne Power Juicer with the legend Jack LaLanne and his beautiful wife, Elaine. Now, I met him. He was 88 years old. 
We should all look as good at 58 as we do as he did at 88. He had energy and passion and spunk. And someone asked me the other day in a class, I teach pitch class, by the way. If you want to know more about what I do, write this down, www.forbes360.com. Everything I do is right there. There's free stuff there. There's books there. There's classes. I teach a $19 class. If you really want to come hang out with me, wherever you are in the world, there's a class right there on Sundays that I've been teaching live since this whole lockdown started. I'm loving it. And in fact, today I'll actually teach you a couple of things about pitch that I, I think are essential to your success, both personally and professionally. And if you can master the art of this pitch, you get anything you want. But the first part, before you start pitching, is what are you doing? What do you want? What is the dream? And I ask people all the time, they all say the same, I want financial freedom. You want financial freedom? Go get a box, a big cardboard box, find a bridge, go live under it. That's financially free. There's no water bill, no light bill, no phone bill. You are financially free. Oh, wait, that's not what you wanted? Oh, no, wait, wait. You wanted more money, okay? Here's a dollar. No, you said you wanted more money. That's more money than you had a minute ago. Oh, wait, but that's not what you wanted either. Hello. So what I teach people is to start dreaming really big in color, in reality. Where do you want, what do you want to do? And it's funny because I actually stopped doing this a little bit. Now, I've done it a lot my whole life, but the whole COVID thing got me a little crazed. And uh, I think the last big dream I had, which I am very happily living, is I wanted a beautiful, sexy, fun man. One of my girlfriends said, well, why don't you get really particular? And I said, okay, I want someone who looked like he walked off the cover of a romance novel. And I just smiled and I thought, that would be nice, wouldn't it? Well, if you've ever seen a picture of Joshua Self, guess what? I, I've never seen anyone who looks like him. I wake up every day and look at him and go, wow. And then the best part of this is what I really wanted. Nice, compassionate, loving. And I met a man who's nicer than I am, who's more compassionate than I am, who actually taught me to love at a different level because I wanted it. And I wanted that because a friend of mine, funny how you get lessons, called on the phone. One day I'm just driving. I know exactly where I was. These pivotal moments in your life. And he said, hey, he said, uh, so uh, how's it going? I'm like, it's good. He's like, are you married? And I'm like, he said, well, I said, why? And he said, because I don't see any love in your work. And I thought, excuse me? You don't, <laughs> hello? I love everybody. They love me. I love what I'm doing, blah, blah. He said, yeah, no. He said, you ought to take a look at what you're doing and how you're doing it. I thought, that's pretty brazen. I'm really successful, but thanks for the, the input here, dude. And thanks for the input, dude. It's Christopher, by the way. And I actually drove off the road. I was driving between Tampa and Orlando. And I had what I call one of those God shot moments where I thought, well, do, I'm sorry, what? And then I thought, okay, well, huh. My, and, and by the way, I had a, a good relationship the first time, but things change and you, you grow in whatever you do in life. And I said, would I ever want to get married again? And I thought, <laughs> and then I said to myself, well, that's not what Forbes Riley would say. Now, I do talk to myself in the third person because I teach. Remember, I started out this by saying that Francine is this little girl. She is. She's insecure. She has a tough time making phone calls to people. She... Sucks at party conversations, you know, 
and she goes away and she always lets you know Forbes Riley do her thing and Forbes has got her spin gym and there she's spin gymming with people and she's doing her thing and that's just how I function I guess we all have our little imperfections and that's very vulnerable of me to talk about and I didn't realize it was a problem but I spent a lot of my life alone because it was just easier notice I'm not talking to anybody while I'm talking to you and you feel it you're technically not here that's kind of cool COVID free, by the way. So I, I did something that I do with all my students. And I've had students for 20 years, more than, actually more than that. Okay, I'm going to find this book. I actually started teaching and coaching my entire life. I didn't realize this. I, when I was in high school, I would teach other kids how to dance and how to roller skate and get charged for it. Then when I was in college, I actually created a book about how to host. And I started when I went to New York City, it was a company called The Learning Annex, pre all these courses online. And I had a hosting class. I didn't realize, I kind of forgot that I did that. I even private coached, you know, had a host. And if you want more information, actually, in about 30 seconds, I got to take a quick break for commercial. Uh, I'm going to stay with you guys on Facebook, which will be cool. But I'm going to go away to my sponsors. When we come back, uh, I'm going to finish that story about teaching, coaching, and being that vulnerable and how you actually can find love in your life or anything that you want. But that secret will be uh, coming up right after this. Don't go away. Be sure to friend us on Facebook. You can do it right now. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for us at keyword Voice America. If you hate going to the gym but want to shed that extra weight, finally get a flat stomach and tight toned arms, we have the most unique solution. And get this, it's fun and takes less than five minutes, two times a day. Developed by Fitness Hall of Fame inductee and TV health expert Forbes Riley. The Spin Gym is the most compact, low-impact, resistance exercise ever developed. This simple handheld device provides the most unique fat-burning, metabolic-boosting workout suitable for all fitness levels. You've seen it on TV and in print with more than 2 million sold. What are you waiting for? Get your Forbes Riley Spin Gym at buyspingym.com. Order now and discover how easy and fun it can be to get in the very best shape of your life in just five minutes. Guaranteed. There's never been another product like the Forbes Riley Spin Gym. So try it risk-free for 30 days. Visit buyspingym.com today. Tune in to the Tony D'Urso Show with key influencers for entertaining and thought-provoking weekly discussions with some of the top stars in their fields. From business, sports, and science to entertainment, music, and literature, Tony's guests share their success and give their wisdom. If you're looking to manifest your vision and see how others have done so, be sure to listen to the Tony D'Urso Show every Friday at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, 5 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Influencer channel this is the voice america influencers channel be inspired you are listening to the forbes factor to call in with a question or comment please call 1-866-472-5795 that's 1-866-472-5795 or send an email to forbes at forbesriley.com now back to the show. Here's Forbes Riley. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the show. Um, you know, it's funny. Albert just wrote, while I'm doing the live broadcast that uh, is through a beautiful network called Voice America, and I want to thank all my producers and everyone who puts this together from 
Jeff and, and Tacey and all my, my engineers. They're, it's a pretty amazing company to be part of. So thank you for that. We also live stream on Facebook to approximately 1.7 million followers, soon to be 1.8. We're at 1.796. I feel like I'm doing a telethon. You know, one day I actually did a telethon with Betty White. She and I co-hosted a telethon for the SPCA, and we grossed almost a half a million dollars. How does a little kid who's kind of shy and just wanted it end up co-hosting with Betty White, working with Body by Jake, Billy Mays, Anthony Sullivan, hanging out with superstars. I've got pictures of me and, and Dustin Hoffman. I ended up dating Neil Simon for a while. I have, I have so many wonderful stories that part of me just wants to share them. At some point, I'm going to, I'm just going to do this as a show because it's a cool legacy. And it's a legacy that sometimes surprises even me. Sometimes I don't even realize I helped create the X Games for ESPN. Mm -hmm. I know, I got, I got a bunch of stories I will tell you if I promise. Remind me to tell some of these stories. Um, I was now I actually kind of lost my train of thought. I was somehow going to tell you something that was helpful. Well, why don't I just start with one of the principles in my book? And if you guys say hi, I will send you a free copy of this book. I know it looks little but sometimes great things come in small packages. The principles in this book are what have allowed me to achieve most of what I've achieved. I'm oh, sorry, I have an itch. My first is called the Grubhub Principle, and it really talks to what do you want? Seriously, what do you want? And one of the things that Albert just wrote is he asked God for a mentor. This was crazy. And then he said, and Forbes Riley showed up, and I've changed Albert Corey's life, and he's changed mine. Christian Hauser, Amy Morrison, Teresa, I can go down the list. Since this whole lockdown and the world got a little different, I decided to lean in. And I'm going to ask you to do the same thing. You all have talents, and most of us don't realize it because we were never encouraged enough. It seems it's an odd human nature. There's a couple of human nature things that I just don't like. We're greedy. Yeah, all humans are. We just, and that comes out of self-preservation, but when taken to the extreme, it just turns ugly. Um, I've come to understand that there's actually evil in this world. I don't want to believe that because I'm such a naive, loving heart that when people hurt me or hurt other people, I'm always just sit there and go, wow. And then I'll turn on the television or movies, and I'm kind of curious what we're doing to ourselves. Why do we want to watch movies where people get cut up in little pieces? Get, I, 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 there's a couple of shows that I've watched lately that I'm – shocked, absolutely like, wow, and why did I watch that? Why is that image in my brain? And I'm relatively normal, but if I was a half a bubble off and I saw that, might that be interesting to want to do in real life? I, I don't know. I, I just, I get nervous about how we treat each other as humans. Um, and then another thing I'll just offer you guys, because I don't know what's going on in the world, or maybe I do. Here's what I know. I love movies. Have you seen lately The Matrix or Terminator or iRobot or AI or I could go down the list and you're like, huh, I was used to watch movies and wonder like apocalyptic movies. How did everything all get burnt out and blown up? Well, look at Minneapolis. Everything looks like an apocalyptic movie right now, but this is our reality. This is our world. And so I get a little nervous that we don't treat each other with enough, uh, we, enough love, respect. All right, I'm going to share a little story with you. I'm going to try not to get political because that's not my stand, but Forbes factors about health, wealth, and happiness. So my political stand is that we should educate our youth. That's it. That's the entire thing I stand for. Because I don't think you can teach an old dog new tricks, but you really can affect 
little minds. And, and Philip actually just asked me if I wouldn't mind doing some breakthrough training for kids and teenagers. And I'll tell you why. A lot of how we operate has to do with thoughts and what, what I call kind of like how we installed our hard drive. So play along with me for a second. If you think of your brain as a computer screen, and I'm looking at a whole bunch of screens right now, and I bring up the word high school, what happened? All of a sudden you're like, oh, I see files, I see photos, I see videos, I see documents of high school. I'll bring up another one, doesn't matter. Your wedding, your, whatever occasion that warrants a whole folder, that's what the files are. Now, funny thing about files on a computer screen, you can take one file and put it behind another file, and you know it's there, but you don't really see it. Well, that's some of the work that I do with personal trauma. Yeah, if you've been hurt, raped, molested, told you were too, it doesn't matter. You don't want to experience that anymore. We actually, in your brain, can actually take that file, which usually sits right there, smack forward. You, wait, you meet these people, they're like, oh, wait, let me tell you how horrible my life was. You're like, uh, could you not? And you can put it behind something that's a lot more pleasant, and you don't experience it the same way. So I have been experimenting with this my entire life. Start out with being an actress. Why? Because you'll get a book like this. This is the script, right? And they'll say you have to memorize it. Well, one day I was doing Lily Tomlin's one-woman show. Get this. It's called Search for Signs of Intelligent Life in the Universe. Lily and her beautiful partner, Jane Wagner, wrote this play, really thick play. One actress plays 15 characters, no change of scenery, no change of costume. What do you change? You change you. You change your physiology. If you want to be Trudy and you're like, like a bag lady and, and you're standing on a street corner and you're, that was Trudy, I think it's been a long time. And then it was like Chrissy, like Chrissy was this like aerobics instructor. And Chrissy's big line, if I can remember correctly, was like, oh, you know, all of my life I wanted to be somebody. <laughs> now I see I should have been more specific. So you change everything about you. Well, that's one of my skills, I guess. Uh, 15 characters, a couple of guys, couple, and, they, and some of them talk to each other. Like, Lud, Lud, oh my, you know, Lud is one of those old stuck in the, kind of, you know, people in the Midwest who just never really left his home down. And then and his, his beautiful, beautiful wife, she's just so, so sweet. And they got this crazy granddaughter who's 15 years old who wear, you know, green hair and she's out there. And they talk to each other, only it's all me talking to each other. And if you ask me now how I did it, I actually don't know. It explains a lot of why I'm the way I am. But the problem, so I'm talented enough, I audition. And I get this, this, this coveted role, roles, which I had actually seen on Broadway many years before. And I remember sitting in the audience. I couldn't afford a good ticket. I was sitting pretty high up. I watched Lily Tomlin on stage do this like this the whole night because I couldn't believe what I was witnessing. And now I get to do that. Only there was a huge issue. And let me be really clear. I was doing this all on my own. There was not a whole lot of people to talk to or I didn't even enroll an acting coach. I wish I had. These are the big mistakes that I didn't do. I didn't have enough courage to enroll a coach when I really, 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 really should have. So I did it on my own. So get this. So I get to Sacramento. We're going to launch this. And the, the play is pretty thick with lots of words, 250 pages. And I'm realizing, oh, there's also no props. So if you want to put on your, your makeup, you have to undo like, do the mascara and kind of do like that. If you're going to drink a coffee, you got to put that in. You realize there's like weight to a cup of coffee when you drink it. Ooh, kind of hot. And all of this is in my head. I could do that part. But when I looked at the script, I said, I can't do this. I can't memorize all of this. There's just words, and there's so many words. I don't know how to get them in my head. I can't do this. And I went to the director after about four days of rehearsal and said, I'm so sorry. I, I can't do it. I don't remember how to memorize. And I, I'm sorry. And he said, what are you talking about? You're brilliant. You, you can't leave. I'm like, 
but I don't know what to do. And somehow I found myself on a hypnotist couch, hypnotherapist. He said, what's the problem? I said, I got to play here. I can't do it. He said, well, congratulations. I said, what do you mean? He said, if you can't do it, you can't. I said, I'm sorry, what? He said, if you keep telling yourself you can't, you won't be able to. I said, but I can. He said, congratulations. I'm like, well, stop this. I don't know what you're doing. He said, well, say you can. I said, okay, I can do this. <laughs> he said, you said can, but you meant can't. I said, well, how did you know that? He said, because I could hear what you were really saying. And again, another milestone moment for me. Number one, you can hear what people are saying regardless of the words they are using. Huh. Ever walk past somebody and go, how you doing? Yeah, I'm fine. Fine. You're what? I'm fine. No, you're not. But why did you say fine? If you... Okay. So that's a big acting lesson that even though you've got lines in a script, how you say them and how you're feeling is really everything. Energy is real. Somebody walks into a room and they're in a bad mood. They don't have to say a word. You know it. It's physical. It's oh. So maybe energy is real. Maybe something we can't touch and understand is real. I don't know how electricity works. If you walk into a room, flip a light on, go, how did that turn on? That's so weird. It just does, right? Turn on a faucet. Usually water comes out. Amazing things that we take for granted. We take for granted the power of the human brain. And that's been the journey I've been on for decades. So he said to me, if you want to do this, say you can. Stop saying you can't. Now, here's the very funny thing about that, that I've later learned why that is true. Your brain has kind of two sides, kind of a top half and a bottom half, kind of the conscious and the subconscious. Let me ask you a question. When you went to bed last night, did you have any worries if you didn't know how to digest your own food or make some nails or grow some hair or you didn't think about any of that stuff? Well, part of your brain was. Part of your brain was out there repairing cuts and growing nails and doing all the things that that subconscious does. And what I've come to understand is your subconscious has no sense of humor. So think about it. If you say you can't do something as the conscious person, the subconscious then goes, guess what? We can't do it. So in my mind, I almost think about a factory. Like the bottom half, the, the floor manager gets all the other people to do what they're doing. And then there's the top, the boss, who has no idea what the floor manager does. But if you keep giving him the wrong orders, the floor manager says, hey, we can't do this. Okay, we heard your boss. We just... And then they sabotage you and you can't do it. Now, that's my six-year-old way of making this work. But I will tell you, thinking like a six-year-old has grossed me billions. Let me say that one more time. Thinking like a six-year-old has grossed me billions because the majority of people think the way I do. Odds are, if you're saying something and people don't understand you, you're too smart for the room. Get, not dumb it down, just get a little more simple. Explain things. And if you don't explain things, you won't get sales. You won't have the perfect pitch. You won't have a lot of things. That you're like, well, how come that's just not working? She said I could do that. Let me tell you how basic this is. One of my clients comes to me and says, I'm the ROI guy. I said, good for you. What does that mean? He said, everybody knows what that means. I said, no, they don't. He said, yes, they do. I said, they don't. And even if they do, they don't know what you mean by that. So now when he introduces himself, you know what he says? Hey, my name is Jerry. I'm the ROI guy. That stands for return on investment. You give me $3, I give you 10 back. Now you know what it is, right? There's no question on the table. So I started, and by the way, this also worked for my daughter. This was very funny. When the kids were little, I had all of these theories, which one day I'd love to publish. Maybe I just keep talking long enough, someone will publish the book for me. But I wanted to get them to understand why sugar isn't good. 
Well, that's really hard as a mom when every birthday party you go to and everywhere people are giving your kids candy and, oh, wait, then there's Halloween where we give everybody candy. No, sugar isn't good. Sugar actually, if there's an absence of sugar, cancer has a hard time existing. Uh, kids who have too much sugar have serious highs and lows, all kinds of problems with sugar. Good thing that their, their, their godfather was Jack Lane, who also said that no sugar is a really good thing to do, so it wasn't just mommy being mean. But I never set it up that way. So I said, look, there's little guys inside of you. They look like Bob the Builder. They've got a little yellow hat and a light up here, and they walk around with a cup. Now, the only thing you can put in that cup is water, and that's what keeps them going. Kind of play, explained it like a video game, right? And so all night long, they're out there with their stitching and their sewing up, because ever notice that you go to bed with a cut, and by the morning, it's, it's healed. Well, that's what those guys do. That's their job. So you got to feed them plenty of water so they could. But if you feed them sugar, they fall asleep. And then you get fat because they don't have the energy to shovel it out. And you can see people getting pretty bad. They've been eating a lot of sugar. You got to keep your guys working. So don't feed them sugar. Feed them healthy, fun, green stuff and fill their cups with water. And that's what we did. I used to tell them that story over and over again. Well, about two weeks ago, my daughter was sitting with a friend and she says, Mom, could you tell me that story about the guys that live inside of you? And I started, she said, they wear yellow hats, don't they? And I thought, isn't that funny? That's like. 10 years after I told her those stories. So what you lay down, what your foundation is of your thought process of everything that you do actually carries you through a long time. And now I remember back what I started before. Let me backtrack for a second. I was talking about your brain being like a computer screen, right? With files, well, newsflash. Computer screens have an operating system. And trust me, I don't know that much about computers, but I know the basics. If there's a little virus, if there's a little something wrong in the computer, it just doesn't work. You can do two things. You can get a diagnostic. You can go out and clean it out. Then you've got to what? Find it. Then you got to turn it down, reboot it. It comes back and it's a little different. Same thing like your brain. Seems to be that around age four or five, you have what I call your first memory. Okay. I'll ask them, what's your first memory? You should write this one down too. What's your first memory in life? Now, it doesn't matter what the first memory is. A lot of people have really bad ones. You know why? Because they put that big bad one right there. It's not really your first memory, but it's what's loudest. But what really happens is not the first memory, but it's the decision that you make about life based on that moment. And I proved over and over and over again that that decision is what's running your entire life right now. Even if you're in 50, 60, it's really weird. Now, what's cool about your brain is nothing is set in stone. Your memories aren't real. Oh, but wait, I know. No, your memories aren't real. They're not happening back here. No, there's something in your brain. And by the way, have you ever played the Rashomon game where two people look at the same thing? They both have different stories over the exact same thing. So trust me, your memories aren't real. But you've spent a lot of time making sure you remember the bad ones. Hopefully remember some of the good ones. But it's still your interpretation at the age you are going through them. Well, let me pose something for you. If your first memory and that decision runs the entire hard drive of your life and you made that decision at age four, are you letting a four-year-old drive your car? No, no, no. But why are you letting a four-year-old drive your life? Hmm. I know. Interesting food for thought. I feel like I'm playing the game here. Uh, it's my, what I call the matrix game. We have a blue pill and a red pill. 
you take the blue pill, turn off the podcast right now. Stop listening to me. Because if you take the red pill, you're going for a ride. You're going to start to see things differently. You're going to hear people talk differently. They're going to start to want and dream and get. And they're successful. Everybody, everybody in my life goes through this. I love it. Everybody and all my friends here are commenting. When you're in my world, when you're in my class, all of a sudden you start going, Forbes, I got this and this is coming to me and I'm making more money. Anne just talked about being a photographer during COVID, made more money this month with our training than she had all year. What shifted? Her mindset, just the way you look at things. And so maybe being a goofy, awkward little kid who spent a lot of time dreaming and watching movies and TV set me on a path to dream. Yeah. And so I was telling you, I've got about a minute before my commercial, about what I'm dreaming next. Because it had been a while. I dreamed up a business about three months ago, took it to six figures. Really? In a time when most people are really hurting? Yeah. You know why? Because it's what I wanted. I'm going to ask you, what do you want? If you tell me financial freedom, I'm giving you a cardboard box. All right, we're going to be right back after this message. Um, you know, it's funny. I have a girlfriend of mine who made this book. You know what she wanted? She wanted to do a crazy book about powerful women. And when we come back, I'm going to show you a picture that I don't think I've ever really shared before. We don't follow, we lead. Join us, the Voice America Influencers Channel. If you hate going to the gym, but want to shed that extra weight, finally get a flat stomach and tight toned arms, we have the most unique solution. And get this, it's fun and takes less than five minutes, two times a day. Developed by Fitness Hall of Fame inductee and TV health expert, Forbes Riley. The Spin Gym is the most compact, low-impact, resistance exercise ever developed. This simple handheld device provides the most unique fat-burning, metabolic-boosting workout suitable for all fitness levels. You've seen it on TV and in print with more than 2 million sold. What are you waiting for? Get your Forbes Riley Spin Gym at buyspingym.com. Order now and discover how easy and fun it can be to get in the very best shape of your life in just five minutes. Guaranteed. There's never been another product like the Forbes Riley Spin Gym. So try it risk-free for 30 days. Visit buyspingym.com today. Do you feel you have a bigger life's purpose than you're currently living? Of course you do. Activate your passion as you tune in to Sovereign Self with host Sophia Renea Morales. Become the conscious creator of your own life. Connect with your most powerful and purposeful self in order to make big things happen for you now. Sophia and her guests are doing this every day and are sharing how you can step into this power too. Listen to Sovereign Self every Monday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time, 7 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Influencers Channel. Your favorite Voice America Talk Radio Network shows and hosts are in your car, outdoors, and wherever you need them to be. Listen anywhere. Get our mobile app for iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android at the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. Change starts here. Change starts now. Join us, the Voice America Influencers Channel. Listening to the Forbes Factor. To call in with a question or comment, please call 1 866 472 5795. That's 1 866 472 5795. Or send an email to Forbes at ForbesRiley.com. Now back to the show. Here's Forbes Riley. 
Hello, 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 we're back. Okay, so uh, on a little break here, I was reading some of the comments on Facebook Live, and I asked you guys to dream. Now, it's really specific. If you don't do it right, you're not going to get what you want. So, get write out something, seriously. So, one of my girls, Brandy, wrote, her dream is she wants speaking events on my terms. Not a dream. Not at all. Because if you say that out loud, what does my terms mean? It doesn't mean anything. And if you really think about it, you're like, okay, well, then list out what your terms are. So I did this yesterday with a friend of mine. He uh, Actually, I was on the radio, and I tend to do this a lot to my hosts. They're scared of me now. He said, I want a condo in St. Croix. I said, really? Do you really want it? He's like, yeah. I said, great. Do you have a picture of it? He said, oh, no. I'm like, well, if you, how, how can you want it if you don't have a picture of it? He said, what do you mean? I said, look, you just told me what you want. Would you go to a restaurant and order food that you don't really want? Yeah, you know, I'd, I'd like a steak. I don't really want it right now, but eventually I'm going to want a steak at some point. Um, no, you go because you want to order something and you want it right now. And this is the disconnect. This is why my daughter is writing a book called Every Company Needs a Kid. You guys forgot how to dream and pretend. In fact, in tonight's mastermind class at 8 o'clock, WWW Forbes, Riley Mastermind. You got to put the WW. I don't know why. I'm going to play games. Tonight is game night. You guys have no idea what's in store. I cannot wait to do game night with my, my friends and my mastermind. It's going to be really fun. I've got some very wicked fun games. And there will be clothes involved. <laughs> that was spin the bottle, wasn't it? Okay, so, but to dream really specific. So I said, you want to you want a condo in St. Croix, right? Okay. Go online, right? Like go to a Zillow or go to someplace and find the condo. Literally, go condo shopping. Oh, but I can't, I didn't ask if you could afford or not afford it. It's a dream. Go condo shopping. So we did. And I said, you need a three bedroom, not a two bedroom, because I'm going to come visit. That's what I want. <laughs> and we found one. It was about 500 and something thousand dollars. I said, great. If that's what you want, that's the beach that you want. Take out the picture, stick it on your wall, because now it's real. If you tell me you want it, let's go get it. And then he said, about 500,000. I said, not a problem. Write that number down what you do for a living and do the math. It's a math equation. If you make $100,000 a year, it's going to take you five years to get that. Oh, that's interesting. If you sell one product for $500,000, it could take you one phone call. Oh, that's a math equation too. Well, but my products are only $10,000. Great, then you need 50 people to buy. Guys, it's a math equation. And when you look at life that way, go out and get what you want, or you can lie in your deathbed, kind of like my dad did with all these inventions that never saw the light of day, and go, oh, I really want to go to a condo in St. Croix. So then there's two other things. One, if you want something that costs 500, you need to know that's not how much you need to make, is it? Another math equation. You actually need to make about 800,000 because the government's going to take the 300,000 in taxes. Uh-oh. So now I need to make 800,000. Oh, but wait, that's not how housing works. You only have to put down a deposit. So what's 20%? So now you only need 100,000. This is a math equation. So now if you really want to live in St. Croix, you need to come up with $100,000. My 17-year-old did that last month. What do you want? I'm going to tell you, I do not want a condo in St. Croix. What I want is a penthouse hotel room for about two weeks. That's all I want. I don't want to live there. I don't want to maintain it. Having a real condo, I don't want to live there. So I actually, last night, I took my own advice. I haven't done this in a while. I don't want to go to St. Croix. I want to go to Bali. Uh, I have a couple of friends who lived in Bali. And last night, before I went to sleep, I opened up YouTube, and there I was like, what it's like to live in Bali. And I watched some guy's adventure and he gave recommendations for coffee shops and how good the internet is and how you can do a long distance. I thought, I'm going to Bali. And then I'm like, how long do we go for? He'd gone for two months. I thought, well, 
that's kind of interesting. What would it be like to literally pick up me and Joshua and go to Bali for two months? Still do my internet business, still do my radio show because it's pretty sophisticated there. We do that. And if that's my dream, that's where we're going. Uh, I remember too, uh, on my honeymoon, I wanted to go to a Hawaii, Maui, and the Grand Wailea Hotel was really, really expensive. And I said on my little dream board, I said, I want to go there, but I want someone to treat me. She's so wicked, right? I just said that. That's a dream. Uh, you know, not a dream is I'm going to go there and pay for it all on my own, but it was wedding time. And I said, I want someone to treat me to go. I just had that thought in my head. Let me tell you something. I got a phone call. I host big shows, big events. Guess where they wanted it? Guess what week it was? The Grand Wailea Hotel. The week that I'd already planned to be there. My entire honeymoon was paid for. That's the law of attraction. I've never actually told that story. Hard to explain, but since we're on the subject, that's how it happens. And I will tell you, they had the biggest bowls of macadamia nuts there, and it was amazing. And I, that's what I wanted. It's kind of silly. So what do you want? Yeah, we can definitely do a Bali retreat. We should pick a date. And I'll tell you, you actually set your intention and then go get it. And this is where entrepreneurs are so different from track runners. Track runner trains really hard, has a starting line, has a finish line. Got a lot of people to compete with, runs, 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 and finishes it because they set out the finish line, right? They dream they could cross the finish line. Entrepreneurs don't seem to have any kind of dream. You don't even know when you're finished. So, Brandy, I'll ask you, speaking on your terms, what's the finish line? What do you really want? And when you drill it down, life becomes more interesting and you become a collector a collector of memories, a collector of achievements, a collector. I have a lot of achievements because I just kept doing, I did this long before I realized what it was I was doing. In fact, I found one of my books here. I found one of my very, very early dream books here. I show this in class. I won't give this one away. But in the back of the book, and I'm 29 years old, I actually wrote down a list of things. I've been doing this my entire life. And I'm amazed at all the things that came true. In, I won't read all of them, but a couple of them are like, I wanted a dynamic stereo with a CD player. That tells you how old this is. But one of them I thought was fascinating, and I wrote this in my 20s. Uh, one, I want a camcorder because I want to record the events of my life. Video is great. They only cost $1,000, and I deserve to be able to film and record things. Isn't that funny? Now, I will tell you, I actually wrote exactly what you guys write. I said, I'm committed to creating financial freedom. But then I went on to describe it. Why? The sense of freedom and fun. I can go out. This is what I wanted, not to live under. A, I can go out to dinner freely, fly home to see my parents and not worry, take them on a vacation, pay off the phone bill, buy a new computer, buy a house, two, one for them, one for me, have my family come to visit, take a safari. That's so weird. I don't know why in my 20s I even wrote down safari. When I was married, that was one of the first things. And by the way, we had that trip paid for too. Again, you want to talk about law of attraction? I could go all day long with you. I decided... We were going to go to we we're going to go to, on safari to Africa. He, my partner Lax had lived in Africa for a year, and okay, we'll go. It was like ten thousand dollars. I'm like, okay, we need ten thousand dollars. That's all I said. I actually wrote it down. I said we need ten thousand dollars to go on this trip, and I laid out the entire trip. Within days of saying that, I had a commercial audition. I don't do very well in commercial auditions usually. This one was on a Sunday. I was not putting makeup on on a Sunday. I had kind of attitude. I drove down to the audition. I walked in. It was for Charles Schwab about investing. And I said, blah, 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 blah. I got to go. I'm going to the beach today. And I left. Within hours, I get a phone call going, you're booked. I'm like, booked for what? 
The director loved you. He loved your rawness. And it was actually the guy who directed the movie American History X. He had this crazy notion that they were going to bring a camera into people's homes. They were like five of us. And actually raw videotape what we did for investing. Well, the crazy thing was I'd lied. I don't actually do the investing. I used to call my parents and have them help me. So why we're filming, this guy shows up with like a mile of, of, of giant video trucks. It was bizarre. And then the makeup artist comes in. She does my makeup. She says, I can't touch you all day. He wants just reality. And I'm like, okay. So I'm sitting there and I pick up the phone. I get like really nervous. Like there's no script. I'm like, oh God, what? Like, hey, mom, dad. And they used to both get on the speakerphone and talk at the same time. I said, hey, we're talking about investing here. Can you give me a little, what, what do we normally do? Then the producer said, cut. He said, if we use her mom and dad, we have to pay them too as voiceover talent. He said, how much? It was like 800 bucks. Great. My parents just paid 800 bucks each. I said, can I call my friends? This became a print ad, a radio spot, a television spot. And you know how much I made? $10,000. I mean, that was the first check. It ended up being a whole lot more. But the first check that I got was exactly $10,000. And I thought, I don't know how you do this. Let's just keep dreaming. So I'll go back. What is it that you want? So this beautiful woman created this book called Fearless Women. And there's lots of stories in here about women have overcome. It's a beautiful picture book. She was a photographer. And the first chapter in this, I just, I loved my daughter hanging with me. She used to come everywhere. It was really, really fun. Especially if you're kind of a lonely chick like I was, she was amazing to be with. So she showed up on, you know, on the set and she, we were told to wear white. So she wore white that day, not thinking about it. But so there's the story. But there's the, there's the picture of me and my daughter and a spinjum and a sword. That's her whole thing was about swords. And so years later, I have this amazing photo in a professional book of me and my little girl. That's what I wanted. I wanted, I wanted, uh, I wanted a best friend. I wanted a daughter. I wanted a son. I wanted kids. I don't know. I waited until I was 42 to have them too. Be careful. I almost missed that. And then you go... Just may you be blessed with the quietness to hear the universe and to really want things and experience them so that you can, you can get what you want. And I say that because I watched my dad pass away and he never got what he wanted. Well, that's not quite true. He loved his family. He wanted kids. He loved his wife. But he used to invent things, but he never had a plan for how they would get out to the world. He just wanted to create the invention. And he did. And the problem is when he died, I had a garage full of inventions that no one's ever going to see. And it was a very confusing time. And it really, really, that was 20 years ago, set me on this, what do you want path? So Monica writes, I want a shop of my own with all the best woodworking tools that's not in my garage. When you dream, do not use the word not. We don't care what you not want. We care what you do want. So Monica Todd, if I were you, I would get a visual representation of what you want this shop to look like Here's why you want to do that. And I'm talking about every detail, where your tools go, where the bathroom is, every detail. Because it's like being an architect. If entrepreneurs were architects, we would all be living in caves, literally, or tents. Because you're not willing to draw it out. But if you're an architect, you have to, on a piece of paper, even if it's a skyscraper, draw every single detail. You don't go, oh, it's just like a building that looks like the Empire State. No. Where does the lights go? Where does the, this go? And then you hand that to an engineer who makes sure it's doable, which might be your coach. And then they hand it to a construction team. And a year later, you go, oh, that's exactly what I was thinking about. It has to be. Otherwise, it wouldn't stand up. 
So in this particular case, Monica, I'm excited. Send me a picture of what your shop looks like and watch what happens. Brandy, my daughter wanted a week to say at alumni and she went for two. I will tell you, this is my hope for you guys for today, that you truly want something like you would call Uber Eats or Grubhub. Hey, Grubhub. Yes, ma'am. What do you want? I'm hungry. Yeah, I know. That's why you called us. No, no. But I want, what do you want? I'm like, I want food. Yeah. What do you want? And that's what the universe is doing to you when you're not clear enough. Well, what do you want? And you're like, well, I won't. what do you want? A uh, hamburger? No, no. I had a hamburger yesterday. Maybe I want Chinese. Oh, God. I don't know. You say, I don't know. And if you're my student, you know, that's the worst thing you can say. They hang up on you. Or, hey, Grubhub, yeah, man, what do you want? Um, I want a Caesar salad, extra chicken croutons on the side. Click. 15 minutes later at your door is Caesar salad, extra chicken croutons on the side. How did they know? Because you said what you wanted. And then it showed up and life is fine. It just seems modern men and women don't know how to dream. Maybe it's because in the old days we had to watch, listen to radio like we're doing today and we had to imagine things. We don't have an imagination anymore. I would go get one. I would go get one and I would use it every chance you get. You want to fall in love with the perfect man for you or the perfect woman? Write down what they do for a living. Where are they right now? What are the traits? What do they like about you? What are they, where do they want to go on vacation? All of those things and then watch what happens. Same thing with every dream that you've got. That's when you hear these people talking about vision boards in the movie like The Secret. I watched The Secret again, and there's actually a very sweet little movie out right now with um, Jace, oh gosh, uh, I don't, Tom Cruise's first wife, Katie Holmes. It's called The Secret, something, 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 something. Very sweet movie that talks about exactly what I spent this hour talking about. Believing that you can get anything that you want, all you have to do is architect it. Put in a little bit of work, talk about it and then expect it to happen. So you've been listening to Forbes Roddy for an hour. I very rarely do an entire hour show when I just talk. I would love your feedback. I'd love you on Facebook to tell me if this was interesting, engaging. Um, follow us on iTunes. And for all of you guys, we're here every week. It's called The Forbes Factor about health, wealth, and your happiness. I'll see you again live next Wednesday. Thank you for making the Forbes Factor an important part of your week. Be sure to join Forbes Riley again next Wednesday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time and 11 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Influencers Channel. We'll see you again soon.